0: 1st of April, 2020. Welcome to a Tuesday listening again. My name is Ravneet and you are listening to episode 4 of Ellipsis. So tell me, how are you guys doing on time? Wait, let me go first. I'm lost, lost in time. After 40 days in lockdown, I've reached a point where I no longer have a firm footing on the shifty sands of time. I'm guessing you reach a point in a stateless journey like this lockdown where time really ceases to matter, especially if, like me, you work alone and don't have too many check-ins with other people. Time is sort of a myth we created to let other people control and define how long certain tasks should take, learning a subject in school, submitting a report in office, even taking a bath in the morning or possibly how long you have sex for. Time is standardized so we can define our existence relative to other people's lives and the places we inhabit. But now, under lockdown, your sense of place is unchanging. You're in your house, you're looking out at the same view you're living in, possibly with the same set of people, the same four set of walls, the same groceries that you can easily procure. So again, if you work alone like me and have little need or inclination for Zoom calls for work, you also sort of lose touch with what people call reality. Most of us are floating along in this stateless existence and using social media ever more to stay acquainted with the world we knew. But I know I will be lying if I said some days it's been more of sinking and less of floating. This year, the situation the world is going through and our lockdown lives. This has altered my relationship with time. I have none of it and I have all of it. A duality where I am physically aware of both its stifling absence, the stifling absence of time, but also its omnipresent abundance. It's all around us. The sense that there is a lot of time. A situation in the grand scheme of things that reminds us that we are caught in a circularity that we do not control. No matter how many ordinary or scientific clocks we invent and how many times over we try to mark time, pin it down, hold it down and define it, time refuses to yield. But what is your lens on such a floating existence? Does it make you feel free or trapped? Are you in the look inward, make art, rekindle your joy for the little things in life camp? that believes all this more unstructured time is akin to freedom. But the sameness of the time, the sameness of your environment, of the people you are with, does that feel like entrapment too, perhaps? This twin perspective on the lockdown situation, that of freedom and entrapment, is what helped me select the poem I am about to read today. This poem is called To Have Without Holding by Marge Piercy. And of course you will pick up on, as I read this poem, quite obviously, the fact that this is an ode to love. And under any other circumstance, I would have been the first person to sigh and smile at the impossibility of the thing called love and how well this poem captures it. A maturity in love most of us do not possess, but always aspire to. However, given the situation, I have been wondering if this applies to my relationship with time, to your relationship with time. Listen in, and let's discuss after. To have without holding, by Marge Piercy. Learning to love differently is hard. Love with the hands wide open. Love with the doors banging on the hinges, the cupboard unlocked, the wind roaring and whimpering in the rooms, rustling the sheets and snapping the blinds that thwack like rubber bands in an open palm. It hurts to love wide open, stretching the muscles that feel as if they are made of wet plaster, then of blunt knives, then of sharp knives, It hurts to thwart the reflexes of grab, of clutch, to love and let go again and again. It pesters to remember the lover who's not in the bed, to hold back what is owed to the work that gutters like a candle in a cave, without air, to love consciously, conscientiously, concretely, constructively. I can't do it, you say, it's killing me, but you thrive, you glow on the street like a neon raspberry. You float and sail a helium balloon, bright bachelor's button, blue and bobbing, on the cold and hot winds of our breath, as we make and unmake in passionate diastole and systole the rhythm of our unbound bonding, to have and not to hold, to love with minimized malice, hunger and anger, moment by moment, balanced. That was Marge Percy's To Have Without Holding, from her book, The Moon is Always Female. It's copyrighted in 1980 to Marge Percy. You can read the poem from the link in the podcast notes on the website of the Poetry Foundation. But what do you think? Let me revisit these lines for a minute. It pesters to remember the lover who's not in the bed. To hold back what is owed to the work That cutters like a candle in a cave Without air To love consciously Conscientiously Concretely Constructively In these lines, I feel expressed the best When things don't quite go my way When I am impatient with work and love and luck And just want my life to get moving In these moments, my emotional state is one rattled with pestilence of the kind that the poet talks about. I'm thinking of everything that is not, and the energy I spend in doing this keeps me from applying myself constructively to anything else. But then I read on further, and I read these lines. To have and not to hold, to love with minimized malice, hunger and anger moment by moment balanced. That settles me. Isn't it lovely? to have and not to hold, to love with minimized malice, hunger and anger, moment by moment, balanced. Eventually, there is no recourse to sanity but to return to this balance, to know that the ethereal nature of love is the same as the amorphous nature of time, that we want it, we are frustrated by it, we cannot ignore its presence or its absence, and it invokes in us a sense of passion that few people do, actually. But the way to engage with time, perhaps, is to minimize negativity and return to the understanding that life is not the steadiness, the placidness of a lake, but is much like the sea with the beating in da-da-dum, da dum of a heartbeat, captured in waves, stormy at times, but gentle mostly, and something to be grateful for. Even if you could not see your relationship with time expressed in this poem, I hope it reminded you of a stormy and frustrating love for someone special in your life. So that was To Have Without Holding by Marsh Piercy. Do drop me a line on Twitter or Instagram or write to me over email, send me a text if you enjoyed this episode. Better yet, share it with your friends and family. Someone somewhere can always use a poem. Until Friday... Living in ellipsis, love means